Welcome to the Grow Your Business for Good show. This is the place where coaches and consultants gather so you can learn how to lead a world-class business that does not tax your time, your energy, or your financial resources. We are your hosts, M. Shannon Hernandez, and Amy Hager of the Joyful Business Revolution. And our number one goal is to bring you clarity and insight on how to grow your business for good. Welcome, welcome, wherever you are in the world today. Um, It may not look like normal if you're on the YouTube channel watching this video. Shannon is not joining me this season. And instead, I am sharing the mic with expert interviews from some amazing clients that we've worked with who have a variety of stories. And if you didn't know this, I am the queen of questions. So I'm excited to dive in this season and really help others share their stories so that you can learn from their experience as well. It's what we do here in our joyful business community. So with me today, I have Barbara. So Barbara, who are you and what do you do in this world? I am Barbara Zuliger, and I'm a business strategist is the title that I I play with now. I move it around every now and then. I love it. What I do is work with mostly women entrepreneurs who are feeling overwhelmed, overworked, um, and still see so much opportunity in their business. And they're, it's like, they're carrying the whole world on their own shoulders, right? They enjoy what they're doing, but it's, it's really heavy. And using both our business growth method and the focus method that we use through our mastermind group, we help them move from that overwhelmed business owner or business owner to a more focused and calm and professional business leader so that they don't feel so overwhelmed and they know they're on track for where they want to go. Before we jump into today's episode, we want to invite you to join us in the Content Personality Club. In this club, we help coaches and consultants attract your perfect fit clients. Here's what we know. When you tweak and enhance your messaging, or maybe even overhaul it, your business is going to get a whole lot better. If you are experiencing any of these specific problems in your business, we want to help you. Number one, you publish content via email or social media, but it doesn't consistently convert to new clients nor does it have the fire, flair, and feel you desire. Number two, if you're spending lots of time launching and reworking your offer, but you don't have the number of clients you think you should based on all of your hard work. Or number three, you have spent money on ads and or copywriters in the past, but none of it worked like they said it would. Then we've got great news for you. Join us in the club where you'll learn how to leverage your content personality to create magnetic messaging. Because when your messaging is working, it does 90% of the heavy lifting for you. Visit www.contentpersonalityclub.com to join now. I love that. And I remember when we were really talking through a lot of your messaging and the pain points that your people feel is that pain point of owner and that heavy weight that it is to being a leader and what really that mind shift can create for them. It kind of opens up the whole world when you're running that business, right? doesn't mean you're still not wearing all those hats a lot of times, but it does help you to see yourself as leading that business versus, let's face it, sometimes it feels like those businesses are kind of dragging us along on the leash, right? And if we can get ahead of that and lead the business, 
get out on that leading edge of our own businesses, it's so much more fun out there. Yeah, no, most definitely. And that's why we started business is to have fun and enjoy it, not for it to be a suck and for us to resent it. (laughs) It's easy to lose that in the middle of everything that it takes to be successful as you're, whether you're a startup or you've been around for five, 10 years, because face it, the world's not the same in any stretch of time. But think about just the last few years. If you had a business in 2018, you can't run it the same way in 2023. It just, it can't happen. It's very different. It's very different. And Mm -hmm. you know, one thing that before you came working with us, um, talking about kind of falling out of the love that you have for your business is you really had kind of fell out of love with marketing. And I, I could go to the extreme of saying you were the, the reluctant marketer. And I think, yeah, that might be putting it mildly. <laughs> <laughs> and so what I want to really talk through today is that journey of how you went from the reluctant marketer to really doing the shit, one that you love doing and that actually works. And so before today and before you started to work with us, what was your view on marketing? Why did you hate it so much? There were so many rules around it, for one thing. Okay. And it felt like there was no bottom to it. Mm. I could spend 40 hours a week marketing, but if I wasn't getting results today, I felt like I hadn't done enough. And if I was going to feel like that, well, then why would I even start is what it moved into is instead of feeling like, oh, I have to keep marketing, marketing, marketing. I just stopped because I felt like I wasn't getting results. Hmm. And if it was going to be an endless suck of my time without results, well, that seemed silly. Yeah. And I think it only could get you so far in your business. So you, you had a successful, you have, and you had a successful business. You had people that you were working with. And just like most business leaders, you really wanted to grow and scale your impact because you knew you could be making a more positive change for -hmm. your ideal clients, but you were just (laughs) frustrated and resenting it all. And I think one thing that you used to tell me all the time is like, I just, I don't feel like I'm doing any of it right. And it probably goes back to the feeling that there were all of these rules in marketing. So tell me about some of the rules that you used to think that you had to follow in marketing. Do you remember? When I made the career shift into business coaching, Mm -hmm. I did it through a franchise model, which was, Hmm. I always say that going into that was the best decision I ever made in my business and leaving it halfway through my paid contract with them was my second best decision I ever made. And part of it was around those rules. And it's not that they were bad, I did learn a ton. They didn't work for me and they didn't work for the kind of business I was trying to run. Um, The reason that my clients get such good results is the connection that I have with them. Mm. And yet that isn't what I was coming across in my marketing at all. My marketing was much drier than that, much more kind of cookie cutter. It was like, this is what everybody's saying. So I better say it too. And it wasn't getting to the core of, what I really had to offer the people that I wanted to work with. Yeah, I totally get that. So you really had to reframe one, your views of marketing and of what you do. And I really think you had to think about how you do marketing differently 
And you really then realized what brings you joy, what fits for you and your business. And that may not be from, you know, that franchise model that you learned from, or even from the business coach next to you. Cause I do know you have a large right. community. Um, you know, you're, you've been a part of the dames. I know you have a great network there in Minneapolis. And so when you really tapped into your original marketing plan, which was around education and communication and really mm-hmm. building those relationships, and I guess through the rest out <laughs> the door, how, how did it feel to give yourself permission to know that that could be your main ways of marketing your business? It took so much pressure off yeah. me and off the marketing assistants that I had worked with, the virtual assistants, where I would go back and forth with them between, you know, abdicating all my responsibility because, hey, I hired you, so fix this for me now. Right. And they don't know me or, or my business until we've spent some time together, right, to micromanaging and, and not feeling like I knew what to tell them anyway. Um, so it took the pressure off me and off anybody else who was helping me market and allowed me to just kind of show up. Mm -hmm. And the role that I, I mean, I've been doing this a long time and it doesn't mean we stop marketing yeah. regardless of how, where you're at successfully or how long you've been around, but you can do it a little bit differently. If you've already got a base, you can, Mm -hmm. I had the, the flexibility and the freedom, the financial freedom from having been doing this a long time to be able to say, I can have a in-depth meeting with somebody and then decide whether I can help them or they're the right fit for me. So I didn't feel like I had to schedule, you know, back a million years ago, effective marketing was in sales was, you know, make a hundred calls. Yeah. No, you'll you'll never find me doing that again. (laughs) Not that I ever did it before, but I felt like I was supposed to. And that's where the pressure came from. I let go of all those things that I thought weren't right for me and for the clients I wanted to work with and for what I had to offer them and just really went back to talking about as in as straight a language as possible. How do I help you go from overwhelmed to being a leader? Do you want that shift? If so, we can figure it out. And so then you, I remember when you first started working with this, you had a VA and they were doing some of your social media efforts and things along those lines. And you were just completely unhappy about the whole situation. And I'm pretty sure we had decided that you needed to separate from that VA, but also I feel like at that time though, what you couldn't see was you had to be much clearer on your message, on what you offer in this world. And so when we talked through that, one, I, I remember the conversation, you were super frustrated because you're like, I have this person, I need to be using them. And it, you weren't, I guess you weren't ready to have them. And so I'm curious now, and I I don't think I actually know the answer to this. Who do you have that supports you right now in your business? I have another marketing assistant and it's the third one I've had in a few years. Mm -hmm. Um, And she's awesome. And She's doing the things that I asked the others to do, but honestly, when it goes back to were they doing it right, were they doing it wrong, neither one, right? They were following the rules. They were wanted this information. I'd give them the information and it would come back just as dry as I gave it to them, Okay. right? And that's not the kind of marketing that I needed to get out. This person, for whatever reason, and I, it's just the right mix. We, we see things similar. Mm-hmm. She's, you know, 
very different from me in a lot of ways. Yeah. But she can go back through and take my blogs and pull out key things that stood out to her. Yeah. And then she'll send it to me and say, how about these for posts? And so yes. even if I'm behind on getting new content to her, she gets it. She can go back and pull it out. So I think it's about, it's a combination of having the right material available for her to find, but it's also about finding somebody who has the right balance with me of taking the initiative and, you know, feeling, you know, understanding where I'm coming from. Yeah, I 100% agree with you. So you more feel like you're in partnership with this person instead of yes. these individual, very segmented roles. Right. And I had marketed as a um, employee-based position mm -hmm. and thinking I wanted somebody local. I wanted somebody who could like come to my events and help me with those things and which would be ideal. But then again, I mean, I know a big part of what I do with my clients is help them hire. Yeah. Having somebody as the virtual, as the marketing assistant and somebody to help at an event aren't necessarily the same person. Those are different yeah. strengths or different skills. Yeah. And this person found me, she was living out in um, the Western part of the United States, but she was moving back to the town right next to me. Oh, wow. So she ended up, she lives nearby. Um, she's coming to our retreat in November and, and be my assistant and meet my, you know, my people and um, just get to know more about what I do. And she just does a good job of pulling all that out. So I love that. It's about finding the right person and about me being really clear on what I want the outcome of my marketing to be. Yeah. Well, and I think too, like we talk about engagement and KPIs and measurement tools. And one thing that you've kind of already touched on that I want to dive a little deeper, like you were using those as the end all of be all. And mm -hmm. if those engagements, if those KPIs weren't exactly what the goal had been setting, then it was all for nothing. And yes. I feel like now it's more of a right mix and you can decide what your marketing is for you. And it's no longer the end all be all. And you decide when you're done marketing the thing, not those KPIs or the engagement numbers or whatever. There's no one else telling you, Barbara, that mm -hmm. this is done marketing. It's Barbara saying, all right, we're done. We're moving on to the next thing. Yeah, that's a big piece of it is when you put so much time and effort into creating just the right marketing and it doesn't work, mm -hmm. that's overwhelming. And, and we all do it. The yeah. most successful marketers, I'm sure. I'm sure it happens to even the marketing coaches, right? I mean, there's no way it can't. It's just a part of doing business. Um, but just being able to put less, I think it, it, like, it comes from that point of it's got to work now. Mm. it's that it's that panicky I, I've got to find an answer to this or I don't want to keep doing it that's really where I was at was I love what I do and I'm in a good place right now in my business however my marketing has never worked for me and if I have to spend the next 15 years pushing marketing just to keep my business alive I don't want to do it I am pretty sure those are the exact words you I said think they're pretty close <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I mean, that was why I, you know, I invested in working with you guys is there's got to be a better way to do this than, than what I'm doing. And I think you guys helping me realize that, okay, so it's not that your marketing didn't work. You did get responses. Yeah. It's, we need to tweak it to get the right responses or it's, 
And the other thing, and this is a little, you know, this moves that, that line between marketing and sales, right? But when I started adding a few new type of events for my people, mm-hmm. it was bumping up those prices that I can tell everybody in the world to do, but I was terrified to do. Yeah, I do remember right? that. And I did, I just decided, all right, fine. I'm going to trust my coach. This is what I want my clients to do. It's what I'm going to do. And the first event I did that for sold out in three days. Wow. And it was like, oh, okay. I can do this. Yeah, this can work. I love it. And if it's not working, then there's still something else to be tweaked in that one. It's either the event or it's the wording or it's the, doesn't mean I can't ever do it. Yeah, exactly. It's like, just because it doesn't go quote unquote perfectly, doesn't mean that it was quote unquote wrong. The other thing too, is to stop comparing to what I think are the results other people are getting, right? No business is as good on the inside as it is on the outside. And I I tell people that all the time. However, I still do the comparison. Well, I'm seeing these coaches who don't have any more to offer or even less in some cases than what I do. And they're selling out these big events. Hmm. Well, I don't really know if they are. And I don't really know if they're making money off them. I'm making these assumptions. Yeah, that's so true. And I don't even really want to do those big events. So why am I getting stressed out when I can't fill, you know, this is where I felt. I can't fill an event for 20 and they're filling a 200, you know, person room. Right. Well, I don't, that's not my business. I need to market my business. And I think, the way that you build relationships and build community is is so uniquely you. And that, that's to say about everybody, right? Exactly. And it's, it, I think it is a common thing that I see that we do, coaches do compare, or coaches or consultants do compare themselves to mm-hmm. what they're seeing other coaches and consultants are saying is going well. And it brings me back to something that we teach at the Joy Money Retreat, which is our lifestyle values. And yes. so if we started to evaluate off of our lifestyle values and not evaluate off of what so-and-so is posting on Instagram mm-hmm. or LinkedIn or Facebook, or you heard in a community discussion, that's where our cup gets full. Your cup is never going to get full if you're constantly comparing yourself to others out there because your work is so different from anybody yes. out there. Absolutely. And that's why my the whole purpose statement for performance partners, my business is improving. The first line is improving quality of life yeah. for business owners through business growth that is sustainable, leveraged, and profitable. But the most important part of that is it's about quality of life. Because like right now, I've got three different women with law firms that mm-hmm. I'm working with. Mm-hmm. They're all in very different places in their life, yeah. very different places in their career. They have very different goals. And I'm not working on the same thing with any of them. They all do different, they all know each other and they all do different different type of law. So there's certainly not a competition thing there. But it's not like here's the message. This is how you run a successful law firm. Because mm. it's not the same from you know one to the other. Right. And that's true for whether we're coaches or financial planners or, you know, whatever our roles are. And if we were all the same, guess what? We don't need all of us. So true. It's so true. Mm. So Barbara, Barbara, (laughs) 
when you think about this journey that you've been on, and again, you've been in business, it's been over 10 years now that you've been in business. Yes. Correct? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you had been doing marketing a little reluctantly, but you'd been doing it. What are the next five to 10 years of your business? What does it look like for you? There's still some things I'm, I'm figuring out there, but it's the word that comes to mind right now is play. It's going to be more about playing for me. You know, like I've always, I'm finally doing my retreat that I promised myself back in 2010, I was going to do, right? Yeah. It was in my first year, um, my third, it was supposed to be my third year of my strategy for my business was a retreat. And here we are 12 years later, I'm finally doing that next month. Yay. I've done, you know, some founders dinners and a lunch cruise and you know, some of it's gone well and some of it's like, okay, that went okay, but I learned a lot from it and, and we'll do something different next time. Um, and that's going to be the biggest difference. I still do what I do, which is right. help people separate themselves from their business enough that they can make business decisions without it being earth shattering to themselves emotionally, right? That they can make those decisions without quite as much emotion in them by looking at the facts and the tools that we need to, to build a strong business. And I can have more fun doing that yeah. because I, I know I can try some of these things and if they work, great. And if they don't, all right, what did we learn from that? Because yeah, well, the marketing worked and we filled the event, but they weren't necessarily my target market in the event, right? Yeah, that's so true. Well, I want to wrap up our conversation today, but really to just kind of recap, I think the journey that you've been on with your business and with your marketing and to finally have this freedom to play with your marketing and with your business and to know that it's okay to let go what isn't serving you, even though you're the reluctant marketer who's doing shit that actually works, I'm thinking that that permission to play in your business and to have fun and joyfully experiment so that it's filling your cup up is so much more rewarding than anything else we could have done together. So thank you so much for being on us with the journey. Thank you for letting me make that an and along with the marketing because you can't ever stop marketing if you're going to stay in business, right? Exactly. Uh, And that's, that's where I was struggling was marketing was all or nothing for me. And, and now it is, a part of what I do. And I know, you know, I, I can fit it in on my calendar and make it work and uh, it's, I'm getting results with it. So mm, it's made it. a major difference for me. I love it. Well, thank you again for joining me today. I appreciate it. Thank you. And make sure you stay tuned for the rest of our season three. I am going to have more interviews, like I said, with experts and really talking through their journeys as well. And hopefully you'll gain a few little tips for yourself. But if you want to learn more, feel free to join us over at the joyfulbusinessrevolution.com. And if you haven't done so yet, Barbara and I didn't talk about this today, make sure you take your content personality quiz. It is really where the foundation is for you to understand how to best market your business and your services. Until next time. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Grow Your Business for Good podcast with your hosts, M. Shannon Hernandez and Amy Hager. Head over to www.joyfulbusinessrevolution.com slash quiz to take the content personality quiz and join our community. And remember our mantra, if it ain't joyful, we ain't doing that shit. 
If you haven't done so already, please subscribe to the show, leave a review and spread the good news with other coaches and consultants.